Hello everyone. Hey, how you doing? Hope you're doing well today. Uh, welcome to Cooped Up Live. Hey, um, Cooped Up is my website while we're uh, waiting on folks to join. Uh, you can visit it anytime. I'm Cooped Up is my handle in all the social places. Be sure to check me out. I would love a follow on Instagram in particular and wherever you watch or listen to this because this is on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify in video form as well as um, audio on all of the places where you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe, click the bell, or whatever. So, And one of the other things is if you are watching this live, I would love for you to ask me some questions because I am running a little low on content today. Um, I've had a crazy busy day today. So um, I guess the biggest, biggest news, which actually ended up being kind of a snooze, um, here in North Texas is that today's high was, I don't know what it was. It was supposed to be in the, like the eighties today when it was like one Oh two yesterday. They're like, Oh, we're getting this great cold front. So it did produce quite a storm last night. Parts of our neighborhood lost power. Um, we had like a gully washer in our street, just the street flooded. There's mud everywhere. Um, when I did my walk this morning, I had to jump across some mud puddles on the, the, uh, golf course cause the bridges, they have like a creek, but it's technically a floodway. And so when it does, it's like a flash flood that goes through there. So the bridge was covered in mud. But here's the thing. They said it was going to be a lot cooler. Maybe technically, maybe the temperature was like 20 degrees cooler. But it did not feel much cooler outside this morning because the humidity was so high. Now, right now, it feels a lot better. I may, after I talk with y'all, go sit on the front porch for a little while. Um... I was going to say with a glass of wine, but I'm not drinking at the moment. I'm trying to detox a little, give my body a break, some recovery. Also, um, need to lose a couple of LBs. So last night I discovered, so I left, I did the show yesterday. I was like, oh, we're going to have salmon for dinner. And I had forgotten to defrost some. So I went, I went down the street to Aldi to get some salmon. $212 later. <laughs> Isn't that always the case when you go to Aldi? $212 later, I roll into the house with every possible food item that, that you could buy there. I love that store so much. Um, and including some kombucha that I wanted to try that was only like $2 a bottle. And so last night, and if you don't know what kombucha is, it's basically like, I'm going to make it sound terrible, but it's not. It's like fermented, fermented uh well, it's like wine that doesn't get you drunk, basically. And it has like a, a, a sour taste to it. Um, but it's supposed to have like probiotics in it, make you healthier, all that kind of stuff. Well, I bought some of that last night to try it out. And I um, um, poured I poured just a little bit of it in because I actually don't like it that much. It's got like this apple cider vinegary smell to it that kind of throws me off a little bit. It's It's lake water. <laughs> Yes, yes. So I put a little bit in a wine glass. I put ice in the wine glass, a little bit of kombucha at the bottom, and then I put club soda with it. And it was like, it's like a pomegranate ginger one or something like that. It was delicious. It was quite lovely and refreshing. And if I'm drinking it in a glass, it makes me feel like I'm having the nightly ritual, which maybe I need to get rid of that. I need to try to get myself out of that part as well. But it felt better. And so, uh, and my gut feels better for it too. Because supposedly kombucha, I don't even know how you spell that. But kombucha uh, 
has uh, probiotics in it and some other biotics and bionics. I don't know, some a bunch of stuff in it. But anyway, so that's what I did yesterday. So maybe after this, I will go sit down with my kombucha cocktail on the front porch and watch the runners. And I enjoy sitting on my front porch. I enjoy watching the fitness go by. I don't mind it when it, the fitness is shirtless also. But even if it's not, I don't mind. Yes, I've turned into that lecherous old man. My mother's not watching today. She texted earlier. She's so sweet. She texted earlier that she couldn't watch today live. So, um, But cooler temps in Texas. Supposedly, it's just going to stay the same. Um, I'm hoping the humidity will go away and the temps will stay the same. That would be lovely. That would be quite lovely. I dressed like I was cold. A little t-shirt, long t-shirt action. Um, what else? What else? Um, I have learned so many words today, by the way. And you say, what words could you possibly need to know, Cooper? What could you not know already? So I was listening to Beyonce's Renaissance album, which I adore. I listen to it just like end to end, twice a day. Like it's on all the time. Todd hates it. Todd does not like all of the different like mixes of sounds and stuff. I am a huge fan of like that dynamic, the beat, the house music, the lyrics are great, all that kind of stuff. But earlier today, I was kind of, I just had it on and I was like, I started listening to the actual lyrics, which they're pretty dirty, which I love a dirty song, but they're pretty dirty. Um, or a lot of them are. The uh, But I was like, huh, what does that mean? Oh, what does that mean? What does that mean? So I started Googling it and my results are gonna be all jacked up now. But there was one in particular that she talks about, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be that thought, thought, right? Or a thought, I'm gonna be a thought or just like your thought or something. TH, so I've come to find out that it is an acronym. So this feels like a bad, bad YouTube video where like I, an Anglo trying to teach somebody, a, a stereotypical suburban Anglo trying to teach like urban slang or something. But thought is T-H-O-T, it is slang. And you say thought, and it is T-H-O-T. It stands for that hoe over there. <laughs> that hoe over there. And it is not necessarily a derogative. Sometimes, uh, uh, you can't believe I did not know. I know. I don't know. Why would I know what that means? But So I learned that it can be derogative, but it does not always have to be derogative. Um, sometimes it's like, 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 uh, like I use bitch. I call everybody a bitch. I'm like, hey, bitch. What's up, bitch? Bitch. Bitch. You know, just like any, it, it, it's a perfect word. It can be, and I know some women who really, really hate the word bitch. Like they think it is so terrible. My friend Cece, like I'll, I'll say something and she almost always messages me. She's like, um, I don't like that word. That word is derogatory towards women. And I'm like, it's about intention, right? And we're owning it. And Gay men especially were like, bitch, 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 hey, bitch. This is going to get flagged as explicit, by the way. Um, so ho is another word. It's like, oh, you, oh, hey, ho, ho, you know. I think that that's the way it's supposed to be. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. And then I had a meeting earlier today. Of course, earlier today. I had a meeting this afternoon with um, the... Uh, <laughs> I feel like you need to be doing some jazzercise in a leotard while educating us on the slang. Yes, 
to Beyonce's like, ooh, we're getting fucked up tonight. Take flight. I love that song, by the way, because it is such, if you have not listened to, so you have to listen to it from the beginning. The first couple of songs, I'm kind of like, eh, on the first, like, one or two. But once you get to, um, oh, I can't think of what the song is. It's before Energy. It's uh, Cozy. Cozy is good. <laughs> energy is good. Cuff It, which I'm afraid, I know that that means something, and I'm afraid to look that one up, but I think it's something really, really dirty. But that song, it's called Cuff It, and it is so poppy. It sounds like like a, like an old-timey uh, Beyonce song. But the lyrics are, we're getting fucked up tonight. Yeah, that's basically the, the whole song. Um, but I do feel like that the, I guess that woman who actually invented Jazzercise is the one who makes those videos. You know the woman, she's like, oh, oh, like that. That is the actual woman who invented Jazzercise. I think her name is Joanne something. Let me see. I'm going to look at it real quick. Who invented Jazzercise? I think it's from, I think she's from Albuquerque. Judy, yes. Judy Shepard. Judy Shepard Missit is, uh, she started it. Uh, she started it in Chicago. For some reason, I thought it was somewhere in um, Albuquerque or somewhere like that. But, oh, hey, Eric, she is from Red Oak. I find my friend Maggie lives in Red Oak also. That she was born in Red Oak, uh, Iowa. So, anyway, random aside. So, I was having, I was having, I didn't have coffee because I'm trying to get off caffeine, but I was having a meeting at a coffee shop earlier today. I had a water um, with the guy who was helping me rebrand my agency, taking my name out of it, giving it a new name. We came up with a new name today, decided on one. I'm not going to share it with you just yet because we have to figure out text treatments and all that stuff, and I don't want to jinx it. But anyway, while I am there with him, so he is, his mother is 52. I am pushing 48, so his mom and I could have potentially been in high school together. Maybe she graduated the same year I got into it, that kind of thing. So he's a youngster, right? But I love him so much. His name is Alexand. He's great. I uh, I kind of feel like a mentor to him in a way. Like I enjoy meetings with him, all that kind of stuff. And I've known him for years. Um, but he's helping me do this rebranding, and he's doing this whole big thing where it's not just like the logo and the name. He's doing like mission statement, uh, vision statements, like all of this, like he interviewed all of my staff, like to come up with certain words and values and all that kind of stuff, right? So he's very, very, one thing I love about him is he's very like in touch with his, like sometimes I have no idea what he's talking about. He's like, I was in a sound bath working on my chakra and all that. So this is literally words he was saying today. He was like, I was in a sound bath working on a chakra and then I pulled a card and the animal was a hummingbird and hummingbird represents joy. And that helped solve my chakra. It's something like that. And he kept doing this with chakra. So I, I assume the chakra is here. I don't know. Um, I'm assuming it's not here because he was doing this. But um, and then he was like crickets showed up at his house and crickets. If you study animal, animal science or animal medicine, Crickets are a sign, like from Native American heritage, he's not Native American, but from Native American heritage, are a sign of prosperity or something like that. I don't know. I'm being very specific for things I say I don't know any about. But there was one thing that he said that slayed me to the point that I was, I was honestly laughing about it. 
um, because he is a big follower of of, of um, Abraham Hicks, the law of attraction also, which that cruise that we just went on, like over half the cruise was this Abraham Hicks group uh, for law of attraction kind of stuff. So, and I've read the secret and the, and the secret is kind of the crouton on the law of attraction salad, if you will. It's like just, uh, an abuse-mouche, an amuse-bouche. Good Lord. Why do I try to sound smart? I totally butchered that. Sorry. Amuse-bouche. Yes, that's what it is. But anyway, he said, I'm, I'm keeping y'all hanging here. We were having this conversation and I said something or we aligned on something. And he goes, I'm going to have to put that in my vibrational escrow. That's what he said. I'm going to have He's like, let me put that in my vibrational escrow. I died. I'm like, you just made that up. And he's like, no, that's that's an actual phrase that we use in the law of attraction or whatever. And I was like, no. And he was like, yes. And then he rattled off some other ones that weren't quite as funny. Because at that point, I guess you'd, you'd pop my my uh, you'd pop my uh, Abraham Hicks cherry at that point. So everything sounded absurd at that point. But the uh, vibrational escrow. And I was like, that is such a weird phrase because that is like vibrational. That's like, are you in the flow? Are you? And I, I was watching something because I'm kind of metaf- metaphysical or whatever too. Like I watch a lot of Oprah, Super Soul, all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to find my flow, trying to find my vibration. I'm trying to find my purpose, all that kind of stuff. Basically midlife crisis. But um, so I know some of the stuff that he's talking about. And, um, but he's, but I'm like vibrational escrow, like escrow is like the grossest of gross, like business terms. It's like when you're trying to, to do a deal and it's got a, you've got, it's not your money. It's not their money. It's like sitting in between. Right. So vibrational escrow, um, that's right up there with emotional bank account. I've taken multiple courses in the Stephen Covey, seven habits of highly effective people. You should take it if you haven't, or at least read the book. It's a fantastic book. Um, and uh, if you can take a class, it's great. But one of them is um, is about all about emotional bank account that where you, um, how you treat people and the feeling people have towards you is a bank account that you are building up and building up and building up. And occasionally... You have to, just like a bank account, occasionally you have to take a withdrawal, right? And the key is to make sure that you have enough goodwill built up that when you do take a withdrawal, that it is not going to overdraft your account. It is not going to bankrupt you. It is not going to make that person go into debt emotionally with you because you have hurt them in a way or taken something or leaned on them in a way that is too much, right? Um, So I kind of put... Maybe emotional bank account is backward looking and vibrational escrow. I'm going to have to start using that vibrational escrow. I need to look it up actually to make sure I'm using it right. But yeah. So I feel extra cool today between thought, that hoe over there, and vibrational escrow. Cooper's, Cooper's, got, the, Cooper's got the phrases. So, um, so I've also started walking again. Um, I have walk, I've been walking between two and three miles a day. Um, I have always walked about two miles a day when I when I'm in my walking moments of life. Um, so I walked again yesterday, today, yesterday and today, and the other day also, and while we were at my in-laws' house. But yesterday I added something, and y'all are gonna laugh at this. 
but I added push-ups. I did 10 push-ups yesterday. Today, and, and I didn't even do the good push-ups. I, 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 have, I have the upper body strength of like a nine-year-old boy. Like I have no upper body strength whatsoever. I have the upper body of a nine-year-old boy and the, the mid-body of a 50-year-old man. Um, so I'm trying to maybe balance that out a little bit. But so I did 10 push-ups on my knees with my ankles crossed yesterday to make it easier. And also keep in mind, I'm six and a half feet tall. So just the, the sheer angle of me being full body is, is, is a lot, a lot of weight to bear. And it's a lot of weight to bear. Um, so I did 10 push-ups yesterday. I am so fucking sore today. I can feel it all right here. Are these called lats? I think I can feel it. My lats, I can feel it. My pecs right here. I can feel it kind of in like right here in my rib cage underneath my pecs, my tits, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. So it obviously did something. Maybe I should try it again. <laughs> Is that how you make muscles? You do it twice, three times, four times consistently. Monica uh, is saying use the Peloton. Here's my issue with the Peloton. is, And I love it. Peloton, though, is strictly aerobic. There's hardly any, it, you build some muscles in your legs, but here's my thing. Have you ever looked at someone who is like a, a, an avid cyclist? They are always so lopsided looking to me. Like, like Lance Armstrong, for example. Lance Armstrong or, or any of the other famous ones, maybe someone more contemporary, I can't think of one. But they're always, they always have the little girl arms, the little boy arms, flat chest. They're skinny as can be because they're just working themselves out. They have, but they have the big legs. But then they're like, it's it's almost like like one of those. Do you remember when we were kids? There was that thing where you like you put it up, like like half you could flip it, and maybe it was a crocodile on the top and a hippopotamus on the bottom, and then you do it again, and it was a an elephant and a mouse, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's how I feel about the bodies of a lot of people who bike. Did you look at your muscle definition? <laughs> whoop, whoop. My, I'm, I'm olive oil. I could like, no, I did not. I don't like looking at myself in the mirror. I know that's horrible to say. I shouldn't should myself to death, but on this, on this is a, I just don't like my body right now. I'm at the highest weight I've ever been in my entire life. I'm a naturally skinny person with fat people habits. That is my problem. Um, so what else? Oh, that actually reminds me, though. Good said, Cooper. Um, I saw a quote today that destroyed me mentally. So I was reading about uh, sports randomly. I was reading about how the Texas Rangers have, in the last week or so, have fired both their general manager and their president of ops, right? Um and how people are like, some people are like, yes, finally, it's about time. Other people are like, well, that's sad, whatever, you know. But the um, the one thing that I read, I read this quote. I didn't even write it on my card. I wrote it on my little screen over there. There was this one about the guy. So this guy named Daniels, who was the youngest person ever, I believe, to be a president of something or a high-level person in an MLB team, right? I could be a little bit wrong on that, but it, it, the intention is correct. So he's a super young guy. He started in like 2002, 2005, something like that. Early 2000s, he started with this job, 
Youngest person to ever have it. Uh, maybe in the whole league. I definitely with the Rangers. But he just he just got fired because when he first started, he was young and youthful and had all these ideas and they won like three World Series immediately afterwards or within close succession of him doing this and all that stuff. And then they've kind of languished since, right? They're kind of like a shitty team now. Like we went to a game last season, I think it was, maybe, or was it pre-pandemic? I can't remember. So we went to a game at their new stadium. We got free tickets and we went and we went just to see the stadium. The stadium on the outside looks like just a barbecue pit. It's the ugliest stadium ever. On the inside, it was really pretty, very open and wide. Lots of like it looked very old school on the inside. The outside looked terrible. But the um, the the guy though has kind of just, like rested on his laurels or whatever, right? And so um, there was a quote I saw today about him that just slayed me. It said, "Dan, his name is Daniels. Daniels is his last name. Daniels lasted the precise wrong amount of time, well beyond his youth." Well, short of a second act. Ouch. Like, as a middle-aged person who's full-on in a midlife crisis, oh, my God, that well beyond his youth, but well short of a second act. Ouch. Does that land with y'all? That's up there to me with that lyric from uh, uh, When We Were Young, my favorite song from Adele, like literally my favorite song. It's also from Adele. It's up there with I Want to Dance with Somebody with, with Whitney Houston. Um, but let me photograph you in this light in case it is the last time that we might be exactly like we were before we realized we were sad of getting old. It made us restless. That just, I, got, I gave myself goosebumps saying that. I love that lyric so much. It's so deep. Um, let me photograph you in this light. I won't subject y'all to that. That's terrible. Um, but yeah, so that quote, ugh, getting old, y'all. And on that note, also, I tend to talk about that a lot, don't I? Um, my 25th anniversary from college is um, coming up, and I'm one of the co-chairs. You know, I talked about that a little bit yesterday. But I'm looking at this, and I may have talked about this yesterday. I don't remember. And you're just going to listen and be interested again the second time. Um, I was looking at the list of people that they we needed to contact, like our classmates from the class of 1997 at SMU. Uh, they sent us a spreadsheet. We're supposed to say who we were going to contact, let them know that the reunion was going to come up, let them know that they were giving opportunities, all that kind of stuff. And so some of the names I'm looking down and I'm, I'm simultaneously impressed with how many names I'm like, oh, I know her, Amy Clark. She's a judge in Austin. I know him. Blah, blah, blah. I know them, blah, blah, blah. Nasha Wooling, I know them. Like, just, just just rattled it off. And there's a bunch of them. And then there's then there's some that you're like, oh, I think I remember that name. Keep in mind, my SMU graduating class was smaller than my high school graduating class. Because um, SMU is surprisingly, or at the time at least, was a surprisingly small school. Everyone thinks it's a lot bigger because it also has the law school, the divinity school, the engineering, the MBA, the Masters of Liberal Arts, Masters of Fine Arts, that sort of thing, right? Um, but the undergraduate, at the time I graduated, was like 4,000, 5,000 people. So, but I'm looking at this list, and I'm like, okay, I recognize all these names 25 years later. Wow, wow, wow. And I'm like, oh, she lived down the hall from me in the dorms, or we had algebra or uh, anthropology class together, whatever. But then I'm looking at the list, and I'm like, 
who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is that? Like names that just did not even register. I'm like, how is that? Like, like, how did I not even recognize that name at all? Right. And then what's even weirder is when you see names on the list of people who graduated with you that you did not even know were in your graduating class. So like, there's a guy down the street from me who I texted. I'm like, Hey, you're on my list of people to contact. I did not even know we were in college together at the same time. Like I knew he went there, but I didn't know that we were like in both in the class of 97. So, and he was like, Oh, I'll go if you go. I'm like, yeah, that's fun. And then there's actually other people in my neighborhood here that I did not even know went to SMU at all. And I certainly didn't know that they were the class of 97 as well. So that just kind of blew my mind. Um, and what else? Tawana is, uh, Monica is calling it the chicken body. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, oh, no, she currently is a super skinny legs and large torso. That's her chicken. She currently has the chicken body. Yes, that's so funny. Um, and Tawana is reminding me that there are workout classes on the Peloton. Strength training, yoga, stretching. I know. I subscribe to that. I subscribe to Beachbody. I have Apple Fitness. Because all these things come with other things that I have. So I have no excuse at all for being out of shape aside from can't wanting to. Um, yeah, so I need to. I can start. I have a whole gym in my house I'm not a member of. If you've been to my house, I have a huge room that has a treadmill. It has a Peloton. It has a full set of weight equipment, like, like the pull-down bars and the leg presses and the bench presses. It's got two TVs in there, more than the rest of the house. Um, it's got a yoga mat. What else do we have? Oh, free weights, all of that. I walked through it to get to the laundry and to put the dogs away. Um, and then the last thing I had on my list, so it's it's final call to ask me any questions, anything. does not have to be related to anything I'm talking about, the last call. Um, I saw on my Facebook memories today that it said that Eric and I and our friend Craig had lunch four years ago today. I believe we've had another one since then. But four years ago today, and I'm like, that was fucking four years ago? And I guess, you know, uh, we were talking about it the other day that I feel like the pandemic has screwed up my sense of timing. Like, pandemic was two and a half years ago is when it started, right? Two and a half years ago. Like, that does that feels like a long time ago. But at the same time, I'm like, that was the before times, and now we're in these times. But... When a lunch was longer ago than I was in my entire college, longer ago, that just blows my mind. Blows my mind. Um, and I, I can still remember the gossip, the tea we were drinking, the tea we were spilling, all of that. So look at me with another, look at me, I'm young. Um, that was a total flex. <laughs> Monica hates it when I say flex. Oh, that was a total flex. Um, someone who works with me, she just started, she says low-key a lot. She's like, I'm low-key good at that, or I'm low-key a super fan. And I have found myself starting to say that as well. Um, so I am in full-blown midlife crisis. Uh, so, alrighty, anything else? Mama, you missed a good one if you're listening to this on the replay. Alrighty, well, with that, I'm going to say bye. I love you. It's important to know you are loved. I love that you watch this. Thank you. I will not be here tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be an off day for me. Uh, 
Mason has a doctor's appointment that I have to take him to, and it starts at three o'clock, and it's usually about two hours there and back and all that stuff. So, um, flex those muscles you have from your ten push-ups. It's more, I'm more sore on the back actually. I need I would need to turn around and do one of those. What is that pose like that? Yes, that I see. Uh, that pose that I've seen maybe some hot guys do on my Instagram. So. I'm a mess. Alrighty, well, I will see you Monday. Have a great weekend, and um, I'll see you Monday at 4.30 for another episode of Cooped Up Live, should I say. Bye, love y'all. See ya!